All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to today's broadcast of Tapping to the Truth. Before we do anything, I want to spend a moment in remembrance of Navy Special Warfare Operator First Class Christopher Chambers and Navy Special Warfare Operator Second Class Nathan Ingram, two American heroes who went missing on January 11th and were officially identified and acknowledged as being killed in action during a mission earlier this month off the coast of Africa. These two warriors for the American people were climbing up into a vessel while conducting a nighttime interdiction mission. With One of them was knocked off by a powerful ocean wave. Following protocol, the next seal up jumped into the water to help rescue him. Important to remember that that ship that the SEALs team interdicted was illegally transporting advanced Iranian conventional weapons to Iranian-backed Houthi terrorists in Yemen. These men died as heroes, protecting the mission, protecting the Red Sea, and protecting the American way of life. You gentlemen will be remembered. God bless. The USA is in a crucial stage. It's not because of foreign wars we wage. It's more to do with the colors blue and red. Too many laws and too much government. Tell me where the Constitution went The Bill of Rights is just hanging by a thread So many people trying to cross the border and Politicians build a new world order Too many minds are convinced they should be led I've gotta be free
the damn UN. Hello and welcome to today's broadcast of Tapping to the Truth. Hope you're having a fantastic day wherever you are, whatever you may be doing, with all the usual caveats, of course. With you as always, I'm your ever so humble and mostly peaceful host, Tim Tap. And I'm coming to you from historic Rome County, Tennessee. Now, there's a lot going on. I'm going to be very hard-pressed to sneak everything in today, but I'm going to do my best. So, before we jump into anything, I'm going to start off with reminding you about our friends over at Four Patriots. Look, I've been trying to introduce you guys to the uh, folks over at Four Patriots for a while now. It's the place where you can get preparedness products that you can use right now and that could save your life later. It doesn't matter if you're concerned about having to go a long time without electricity or if you're concerned about having to go a long time without food. They've got you covered both ways and a lot of stuff in between. There's only one way to go see everything they've got to offer, and that's to give them a visit. Now, I've talked to the folks over at Four Patriots, and they have set up a special page just for listeners of the show. You go to 4patriots.com backslash T-A-P-P, and then you, as a listener of Tapping to the Truth, can land on a page that will show you this week's discounts and deals. It's a great place to start shopping there, especially if you already have started your preparedness journey. It's also, if you happen to be fairly well prepared, a great opportunity for you to check out stuff, and it's a great page to share with some family and friends, people you care about who maybe aren't quite as prepared. So again, that's 4patriots.com backslash T-A-P-P. See this week's, this week's deals and discounts before some of them go away, but you need to hurry because a lot of them do disappear quickly. Save more money, get peace of mind, Go to the number four, fourpatriots.com backslash T-A-P-P. That's the best place that you can go. All right. So, uh, like I said, there's a lot of stuff going on. We, of course, had the uh, U.S. Navy finally identify our two missing SEALs. As I mentioned right off the very top, Navy Special Warfare Operator First Class Christopher Chambers and Navy Special Warfare Operator 2nd Class, Nathan Ingram. These men were standing their ground, stopping weapons from getting into the hands of the Houthi rebels. A well-worthwhile endeavor, something that needed to be done. So to the families of these two gentlemen, Condolences, obviously, and there are no words that can adequately describe the gratitude that we have for your sacrifice as for theirs. Now, on Sunday, we got the news that Ron DeSantis was suspending his candidacy for the Republican nomination for president. Pretty much leaves it in the hands of Nikki Haley and Donald Trump. Nikki's gotten a little more aggressive. She's getting a little nastier. We'll see what happens. Uh, New Hampshire, obviously, the that primary taking place today. Uh, this, of course, the date 
of today's broadcast being January 23rd, 2024. So too early to know anything as far as results there, but uh, latest polling going in suggests that Donald Trump has actually picked up about 10 additional points after Ron DeSantis' announcement, not only of his suspension of the campaign, but actually endorsing Donald Trump. It had a great speech uh, that went along with it, by the way. And uh, I, I think it's a very interesting set of circumstances, but here's the deal. As much as, as Nikki Haley wants to get to South Carolina, if she does not win in New Hampshire tonight, of course, by the time some of you guys will be hearing this, we'll already know what's happened, because a lot of you will be hearing this the next day. But if she does not win in New Hampshire, she's done. And right now, looking at the polls, it doesn't seem very likely. Now, polls are great. We know that they don't always tell the whole story. So folks actually have to show up and vote. And if too many Trump supporters walk in tonight thinking that they've already got Trump the nomination and fail to show up at the polls to go vote, then that could keep Nikki Haley alive. So if you are a Trump supporter in New Hampshire, you better go show up. That's all I'm saying. In the meanwhile, we'll talk more about that later in the week once we know how things played out. But I wanted to start off with something that I think is probably even more important. The Supreme Court, in a ridiculous five to four decision, decided that it was perfectly okay while they were considering the larger lawsuit for the Biden administration to turn their border patrol loose and start cutting the razor wire that the state of Texas had put in place in order to prevent illegal migration across the Rio Grande into some of the most heavily trafficked areas for these illegal migrants. Well, Governor Abbott now has come out. He's vowed to continue to fight for his state's right to secure the southern border. <clears throat> now, I'll come back to why the Supreme Court sided with the Biden administration uh, this past Monday here in a little bit. It's very aggravating, to say the least, and it's even unconstitutional. And we'll go over that here in just a moment. But right now... I do like the fire that's coming from both Greg Abbott and uh, the rest of the executive section of the state of Texas. This uh, ruling that federal officials can cut through razor wire that the Texas uh, government has installed to repel this illegal invasion of migrants it's mind-boggling to me that they would even say it's okay to do that because you're approving vandalism and destruction of public property. Uh, wouldn't the order make more sense if you said, okay, well, you have to let the Border Patrol be present and you should allow them to remove this razor wire, not cut through it, but remove it. That would have been a more legitimate order, at least in my mind. But even then, the order itself is basically ignoring the Constitution. So how does the Supreme Court, who's supposed to make all rulings, all judgments, all decisions based solely on the Constitution, come out with such an unconstitutional thing? 
I don't know. It just, it boggles me. Amy Coney Barrett came out and sided with the leftist. Of course, a lot of folks are talking about uh, Chief Justice Roberts. So, uh, how does two conservatives side with the left? Chief Justice Roberts is not a conservative. That's been made painfully obvious for a while. But I'll get back to it. We're talking about Texas having installed somewhere around 30 miles of razor wire along the southern border. They did this to slow the illegal migration, to slow the invasion into the United States through Texas. They did it because the Biden administration refuses to do their constitutionally required job. So Texas has every right to act in its own defense, to protect its own sovereignty. They do. They, the, the Supreme Court doesn't have to like it. The Biden administration doesn't have to like it. But what they should be doing, what the court should be doing, isn't telling the Biden administration, yeah, it's okay to cut through the wire. What they should be telling the Biden administration is, Texas should have never had to do this. We're ordering you to actually get down there and close the southern border. That should be the order. And again, I'll get to the explanation here in a minute. But we're talking about 30 miles of razor wire, close to it anyway. They're now being told, the U.S. Border Patrol, the U.S. Border Patrol repetitively cut through this wire at different locations in order to not just allow illegal migrants to enter the country, but literally fist bump them on a couple of occasions. I think we've, most of us at any rate, have seen the video of it. Texas filed a lawsuit against the Biden administration saying that the federal government damaged state property and was trespassing, which at that point, if they're not doing the job of controlling illegal crossings at the border, but they are there damaging state property, uh, cutting the razor wire, and then allowing these illegal migrants these invaders to come through, then it seems like a pretty legit, straight-up, easy legal case in my mind. But in this 5-4 ruling that came down this past Monday, the U.S. Supreme Court essentially granted an emergency request from the very frightened and very traumatically uh, just horrified Biden administration to allow agents to cut through the razor wire after the feds argued that the barrier prevented them from reaching illegal immigrants, their word, who had already crossed the border. Saying, quote, this is not over. Uh, That's, of course, Governor Abbott responding to the ruling. Texas's razor wire is an effective deterrent to the illegal crossing border in Excuse me. The illegal crossings Biden encourages. I will continue to defend Texas's constitutional authority to secure the border and prevent the Biden administration from destroying our property. Abbott also reposted a statement from Texas Department of Public Safety spokesperson Chris Olivares who said state authorities will continue to use reinforced concrete and (laughs) concrete wire 
as anti-climb barriers to help stop the flow of illegal migrants. Well, he said immigrants, too. They keep using that word. I'm not going to use that word except in direct quotes, but since technically he did say it, that's a quote. To stop the flow of illegal immigrants, which we all know are just illegal migrants, and there is a legal difference in the word use itself. Now, the state of Texas, under Governor Abbott, uh, and under the Texas Operation Lone Star program, will maintain its current posture in deterring illegal border crossings by utilizing effective border security measures. Reinforce concertina wire, which is the razor wire, and anti-climb barriers along, now they're talking about the big orange floaty balls, uh, along the Rio Grande. The logical concern should be why the federal government continues to hinder Texas's ability to protect its border, all while allowing for the exploitation, dangerous and inhumane methods of permitting illegal immigrants, including children, to illegally cross a dangerous river where many have lost their lives. Texas is the only state using every strategy and resource to protect its sovereignty, combat criminal activity, and discourage illegal immigration. Texas will continue to hold the line. All right, so you're, you're getting that, right? They're saying at this moment in time that even the Supreme Court can go pound stand. They said they're going to continue to follow the court system, but they also said that they believe in the constitutionality and they're going to continue to behave in the constitutional fashion as they go through the court system. Not that they're going to honor and obey an illegal unconstitutional order, even if it comes from the Supreme Court. They're basically saying, hey, okay, you made your ruling, guys. Now come down here and enforce it. Now, this could get dangerous when you have two separate groups of people that are armed and have orders that are contrary to the other, and both of them think they're right, this could end up not just in a constitutional crisis that's being created by the Biden administration. Don't let the left confuse you. Don't let the mainstream legacy media confuse you. Don't get it twisted. It is not a case of Texas interfering with the federal government's ability to perform their constitutional duty of border control. This is a case of the state of Texas having to step up due to the complete neglect of the Biden administration of not only controlling the border, but actually actively engaged in assisting the invasion, actively assisting and bringing people that are unvetted from various unknown locations and then distributing them throughout the United States. And even now, demanding more money is Joe Biden. Demanding money, saying, hey, I've been asking for the money to deal with the border crisis forever. The reason the border crisis exists isn't because that there was this big problem with stopping people from crossing. It exists now because too many people are trying to cross, and their idea of a solution is to try to hire more border agents, not for patrolling the border, stopping, turning back, and 
possibly even sending these people to their homes, getting them the hell out of the U.S. No, 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 no. It's about having more people to process them so they can release them into the United States faster, get them into the locations they want them to settle faster. So John Roberts, Amy Coney Barrett, they joined the three liberal justices to make this 5-4 ruling happen. And the high court's ruling, however, it's not final, as it simply allows Border Patrol agents to cut through the razor wire while the litigation in the overall lawsuit continues. In fact, the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals is still weighing the full case and will hear oral arguments on February 7th. So, at some point after the 7th, the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals will have this case. The Supreme Court is still a long way off from having to deal with it, but it would appear that at least at this point, Amy Coney Barrett and John Roberts want to side with the lefties and pretend like uh, we're going to use the conservative argument that constitutionally the federal government has the authority here. But the reason why Texas had to act, well, it comes straight from the Constitution. And you're welcome to verify this for yourself. United States Constitution, Article 4, Section 4. The United States shall guarantee not shall offer, not shall uh, encourage, but shall guarantee that every state in this union, they shall guarantee to every state in this union a Republican form of government. Now, what that means in the language of the Constitution, boys and girls, is that the states have a certain level of autonomy. We're going to guarantee you that you get to control things within your borders and that you have a level of sovereignty. Okay? Now, so let me start over. The United States shall guarantee to every state in this union a Republican form of government and shall protect each of them against invasion. Texas Arizona, New Mexico, California, these are states that are being invaded. California seems to have embraced it. These other states, they got a problem with it. Has the federal government stopped them? Has the federal government protected them from this assault, this invasion from illegal migrants, many of whom uh, young men of military age from nations for which there is a large amount of hostility directed at the United States could possibly be terrorist operatives could possibly be legitimate military operatives. Uh, these are things that you have to consider as not only being possible, but in fact probable given the lack of effort to vet the people coming in and the locations from which they're coming. Now, of course, section uh, Article 4, Section 4 continues a little further. Beyond the protecting against invasion, it continues, and on application of the legislature or of the executive, when the legislature cannot be convened, against domestic violence. Meaning that if there's some unruliness going on, some ridiculous uprising within the state, 
that the federal government can then be called into to assist and quell the uprising. Uh, the federal government's not going to allow a state to be overthrown. However, that still requires that either the legislature asks for federal assistance or that the uh, governor or lieutenant governor, depending on what the set of circumstances are at the time that it happens, requests that help. Maybe there's no time for the legislature to convene, whatever it may be. But that's not relevant to the point here. The fact that, number one, the state of Texas's sovereignty must be recognized and respected, and that the federal government has clearly advocated the responsibility for the second part of this, shall protect them against invasion. It's clear. It's, it's clearly written, as I just read it to you, the federal government should not even be able to have this thing heard. They have no defense other than, well, we're the federal government and we're supposed to control the border. It's Yes, but you're not controlling the border. Texas has a right to protect itself, boys and girls. The government of Texas is actually supposed to protect the citizens of Texas, even if they're having to protect it from the federal government, let alone invaders from around the world that's crossing that southern border. I don't know. How it gets to this is beyond me. But we're going to delve a little bit further to the root cause of the problem uh, going on with this. I, I, I think we're going to end up with a straight up constitutional uh, crisis here. I think that's where we're going to end up. As long as Texas continues to stick to their guns, and they absolutely should, then the federal government, the Biden administration, whoever's handling Biden, uh, goes out there and tries to force this issue, then you're going to have some federal agents that are coming in direct conflict with state agencies, and hopefully cooler heads will prevail. But there is a real possibility of a serious incident occurring, and heaven help us, because we know the media and the Democrats are just waiting to, to throw the word insurrection around again, and if they claim that Texas is uh, seceding from the Union or engaging in insurrectionist behavior because they're engaging in violation of the orders from the Supreme Court, there's going to be a lot of people, especially conservatives, that are going to be conflicted on this matter. Now, they shouldn't be. Again, clear-cut, Texas is in the right, the Biden administration's in the wrong. Period. End of that discussion. It's just that simple. You don't have to be a legal scholar to read the Constitution, Section 4, uh, Article 4, Section 4. Makes it pretty easy. Article 4, Section 4. You can read it. You can make it out for yourself, boys and girls. You don't have to be a fifth-year legal scholar at Harvard Law School to figure it out. All right, let's get ready to take the mid-hour break. Before we do that, though, I do still have some good news that I'm trying to share. 
but you're going to have to move quickly. I have a feeling that by the end of January, this is probably when this is going to change. But Vanish has continued their holiday deal. All right. Now, if for some reason you don't know what I'm talking about, maybe you've missed all the shows previously, what have you. Vanish has extended their buy one, get one half price promotion. But the thing is, it's, it's even better than just the standard buy one, get one half off. Because when you buy one of their ultra comfortable holsters utilizing the website I'm about to give you, which is vnsh.com backslash T-A-P-P, you go to that landing page, then you automatically activate a discount on that first holster. And now when you buy that ultra comfortable holster, it will be at a discount and then you can get a second one for half off that discounted price. Now, that's a pretty good deal and perfect, in fact, if you happen to want to own and use the world's most comfortable holster and then maybe give one to a friend or a family member that you know needs it. Or, you know what, guess what? It's okay if you just want to have a second one for yourself. That's fine, too. Bottom line is, I promise you that you're going to love this holster more than any other one that you own. And the reason why is because you can use it to carry almost any gun that you own in absolute comfort. It's so comfortable, in fact, you'll forget you're even wearing it, which is why they call it the Vanish Holster in the first place. The revolutionary holster fits 99% of all automatic, all automatic, no, all semi-automatic handguns. If you got an automatic handgun, we got a different situation going on, and I recommend you not carry it anywhere because you're violating the law. But it does fit 99% of all semi-automatic handguns. It works without a tactical belt. It lets you carry multiple positions. And it lets you conceal two fully loaded magazines just in case you need to make a quick reload. Best of all... Yeah, all that, and that's still not even the best parts, guys. Best of all, it comes with a money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it as much as I think you will... Well, you can get all your money back with a hassle-free return policy. It's phenomenal. Like I said, the end of this month is probably when this is going to change. I haven't got official confirmation yet, but how long can you run a holiday special for, guys? Take advantage of it while you can. It's probably going to go away, and who knows what the next promotion is going to look like. What we do know is there is a price increase coming in sometime early this year. So even if they run one more promotion before that happens, you really need to take advantage of it while your dollar still has some buying power. And guys, let's let's be real for a second. Forget the fact that I'm trying to sell you something from a really good, really good sponsor of the show. You know, I, I got motivation to tell you this. Thing. Now, these things I'm telling you are true, but I do have a monetary reason to say it to you. But here's something that you know to be absolutely honest. You know it's going on for real. The stuff we see going on in our country. We know that criminals are more emboldened than ever thanks to George Soros funded uh, district attorneys that are letting criminals free. And the only people that go to jail are conservative Christians for standing up for their beliefs. 
We know that the threat of terrorism is looming larger on American soil than it has in a long time, thanks to the open border policies of the Biden administration, both on the southern and the northern border, where nobody's being vetted, and all they have to do is say, sanctuary, uh, and there's like, okay, well, go on in. I'm sure everything will be fine. These are dangerous times, and they're only going to get more dangerous until the borders are locked down and we have control over who's coming in and coming out. We have the ability to vet these people. This isn't about racism or uh, xenophobia. This is about being able to know who's here and making sure that they're not people with bad intentions. Until that gets there, please. Don't make the mistake of not being armed just because your holster's uncomfortable. Go ahead and go right now to www.vnsh.com backslash T-A-P-P. Go and do it right now, and you can have a holster that makes it a pleasure to carry all day, every day. Take advantage of the special offer while you can. Hi, this is Tim Rivers from American Gulag Chronicles, and you're listening to Tim Tap and Tap into the Truth. Make America Great Again, known as MAGA, is a noble cause. But unless we the people make excellence great again... Our republic's best days will only remain a fond memory. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards. On today's Face from the Edwards Notebook brought to you by Constitutional Grounds Coffee, it was a time in our republic when Americans took pride in a job well done. No matter what the job, career, or entrepreneurial venture, excellence of results was expected and demanded. Excellence was taught from Christian pulpits and Jewish synagogues from the biblical chapters in Proverbs. Parents taught their children to seek to be excellent in all they do, whether it was schoolwork, household chores, etc. So long as the principle of excellence, along with high moral standards, were passed down to each succeeding generation, America was great. Because through excellence, along with high moral standards, our republic maintained her one-time position as the envy of the world and one nation under God. So yes... America can be great again, but only if we, the people, are willing to work to reestablish the standard of excellence. Let us make excellence great again, and then America will truly be great again. I'm Ron Edwards. Join me live weekdays, 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 Pacific. To find out where, go to theronedwards.com. Bean stocks designed specifically for people who haven't started investing yet or don't know how to do it or haven't been trained how to do it or are worried about investing in the stock market that they've never done before. It's a robo-advisor system that really simplifies the investing process. The challenge we all have is that as you work and you grow in your career, you have to put something aside for yourself when you retire around 65 years old. And the idea of bean stocks is to simplify that whole process. In other words, Put aside 10% of your salary each week, maybe just $100, and let it go to work in the stock market for you. And what Beanstalk does is basically automate that process for you. Easy to set up. You can transfer directly to your bank account and puts it into exchange-traded funds, which are baskets of many stocks, which gives you diversification. That's the whole key. 
the idea that you can have this done for you weekly or bi-monthly. But the most important thing is to start now and make it so that you are putting something aside for your own retirement. Beanstalks just makes it really simple to do. Constitutional Grounds, the hot air roasted coffee that produces a smoother, richer, healthier, and less acetic coffee. Our unique hot air roasted coffee has a most delicious taste that everyone is raving about. Because you want the best, Constitutional Grounds is the coffee you want in your cup. Simply go to BlueEdgeCoffeeCrafters.com and click on to the Constitutional Grounds coffee display to make your purchase and to be sure to use the RE10 promo code and you will receive a 10% discount. Remember... Constitutional Grounds, the coffee you want in your cup. When I invented my pillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition my pillow. The Giza Elegance My Pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe gusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code TAPP or call 1-800-659-9936. That's MyPillow.com with promo code TAPP. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow... Hi, this is Matt Fitzgibbons at PatriotMusic.com. If you share my passion for the simple but timeless principles that made our republic great and you like rock music, check out my five albums and videos on American history at PatriotMusic.com. You say gun control is using both hands. I've got to be free the way God made men. And I won't be ruled by the damn U.N. Hey, Jared, what's up? Well, my company gave me this Pride T-shirt. They say I got to wear it to celebrate the LGBTQ. That's not really my thing, and, well, I sure as hell don't want to promote it. Yeah, I can understand that. What are you going to do? I don't know. I'm just tired of all this woke bullshit. I mean, I've worked 20 years for this company. Well, they've been great until they started all this crap. I just want a job where I'm not forced to support all this nonsense. Yeah, I hear you. I'm Andrew Krabschett, CEO of RedBalloon.Work, America's woke-free job board. We connect good employees with great companies without all that woke bullshit. So if you're an employee who's tired of all the nonsense, then put your resume on Red Balloon. And if you're an employer looking for hardworking, reliable job seekers, then post your open jobs at RedBalloon.Work. I'm Andrew Krabschett. Wait, no, it's okay, guys. That's just my last name. I'm Andrew Krabschett from RedBalloon.Work. Check us out today. I'm Christina Bob, author of Stealing Your Vote and attorney for the Donald J. Trump for President 2024 campaign. And you're listening to Tim Tap and Tap Into the Truth. 
right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for staying with us through that very brief break. And before we jump into the next story, I do have to ask you a very important question. Have you been thinking about using gold as a hedge against the inflation of the Bidenomics plan? Or maybe just as a way to try to help protect your hard-earned wealth over time? If you don't know how, or you're just not certain about how using physical gold and silver can in fact help you to diversify and protect yourself, then I highly recommend you give my friends over at Harvard Gold Group a call. Look, they are the premier conservative gold company. They're Better Business Bureau approved with five-star ratings across the board. They make it easy to buy and easy to sell. They've got a low price guarantee, and they offer up to $15,000 worth in free promotional gold and silver with qualifying purchase. It'd be worth making the phone call just to find out what's required to get that much free gold and silver, right? Give them a call right now for their free investor's guide, and whether you want to protect that uh, retirement or you just want to have gold in hand, call Harvard Gold Group right now. The number is 844-977-GOLD. That's 844-977-4653, or you can give them a quick visit online at harvardgoldgroup.com. All you have to do once you make that phone call or if you visit them online, use promo code TAP, T-A-P-P. When they ask you how you heard about them, mention this show, Tap Into the Truth, or mention me, Tim Tap, or just say TAP, T-A-P-P, and they'll know exactly what you're talking about. But don't hesitate. Don't put it off with the way things are going right now. It's going to take whoever comes next after Biden a while to fix the damage he's done with the economy. The markets <sighs> the markets have been running pretty high lately uh, based on whistling past the graveyard type of stuff. So the sooner you make this call, the sooner you can get informed and you can make a good decision. Maybe, maybe physical gold and silver is exactly what you need right now. Only way to be sure is to give them a call. One more time, that's 844-977-GOLD, 844-977-4653. Or, as I said before, you can visit harvardgoldgroup.com. That'll work just the same. Just be sure to let them know that you heard about it from me. That's all you got to do to take full advantage of everything that they offer. Including, by the way, if you mentioned me, you use that promo code TAPP, that will entitle you to an additional $250 worth of free promotional gold or silver uh, on top of any other promotions you qualify for. All right. Now, with that having been said, we were talking in the last segment of the show about how the state of Texas is in the right and how the Supreme Court just basically issued a not only an unconstitutional uh, decision, but in a way that still doesn't even make sense if it was constitutional, because shouldn't you, in fact, order the state of Texas to just remove the razor wire as opposed to, say, that Border Patrol's welcome to just go ahead and start cutting it? They basically approved the destruction of Texas state property. 
property that belongs to the people of the state of Texas. They didn't say, Texas, please uh, collect it, get it out of the way, let Border Patrol do their job. No, they literally said in this order, uh, Biden administration, go ahead and just cut it all to pieces. Get rid of it. That's, that's completely off its rocker on its face. And then, of course, I read to you the Constitution of the United States, Article 4, Section 4, that clearly, clearly denotes how the state of Texas is right here and how the Biden administration has completely dropped the ball on doing their job. Now, here's something that should get the rest of you angry. The federal government has dropped nearly $20 billion taxpayer dollars, that's billion with a B, 20 billion taxpayer dollars on refugee resettlement programs in just the last two years. That's according to a new Watchdog report. With the sum climbing as record numbers of foreign nationals attempt to enter the United States. The funds went to the Office of Refugee Resettlement, which operates under the control of the Department of Health and Human Services, the Administration for Children and Families. That's the HHS's particular subheading here. And claims to provide, quote, social services that help refugees become self-sufficient as quickly as possible after their arrival in the United States, end quote. What a joke. So the ORR received a whopping $8.93 billion in taxpayer funds for fiscal year 2022, before the budget ballooned to $10.93 billion in 2023. Again, this is according to a new report from the watchdog group Open the Books. Now, the total sum of 19... $0.85 billion in taxpayer funds were used to facilitate I'm pausing here because I'm still trying to let that dollar sign sink into my head. I apologize. $19.85 billion Dollars in taxpayer funds used to facilitate the resettlement of foreign nationals into the United States through a wide range of various programs, many of which, when you break it down, doesn't even make sense as something that would help acclimate illegal migrants into the country. But I digress. Some of these programs offering housing assistance, some offering school placement support and assistance with public benefits applications. The budget from Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. actually allocates just over $10 billion to the office for the upcoming fiscal year of 2024. Now, I would like to point out specifically with what we just mentioned. Offering housing assistance, not the housing directly, but housing assistance, helping them 
to get placed into other public housing where states are putting the bill. Okay? School placement support, meaning that they're going to help make sure that you get placed in a school close to the housing you just acquired, and if there's any legal hiccups, if the school tries to keep you out, whatever, that they're going to, again, make the local taxpayers pay for those kids to be there, and then they're going to take them to court if they try to stop them. So, again, this is subsidies to force states and counties and cities, in some instances, to offer more subsidies. The real bill isn't even the nearly $20 billion that they've spent. The real bill is still being shouldered by the local communities of which these people have been relocated to. They're just willing to spend that much money to make sure that the locals have to do the rest. Assistance with public benefit applications. They're just paying a whole new level of bureaucrats to help get them on the dole. Now, these figures mark massive increases from the beginning of the administration when they first took over. Just $2.6 billion was allocated to the ORR all the way back in 2021. $2.6. And that springboard up to excess of $10 billion annually. The expenditures from the ORR, they come as the office itself has failed to account for unaccompanied children. Of course, this has led to the unparalleled surge of illegal aliens at the southern border. All while over 10 million foreign nationals have attempted to cross the border into the United States since Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., took office. Over 10 million foreign nationals that we know of. There's been a spike in funding for refugee and entrant assistance discretionary grants over the last two years, uh, covering programs that allow eligible individuals to receive financial assistance from non-governmental organizations that receive ORR funding. So in other words, they're just throwing this money into these NGOs so that, you know, they can give the money away and there's no government oversight. So there's no government accountability. Hey, you can't blame us for how they use the money. They told us they would do this. But maybe even the things they told you they were going to do are a violation of your constitutional responsibilities, so you shouldn't be giving them money for it. $1.5 billion of these discretionary grants, they were dispersed from 2013 to 2023. The majority of the grant spending occurred in the last two years, surprise, surprise, with price tags 
of over $400 million in 2022 and $615 million in 2023. Again, these are taxpayer dollars. These are our dollars, your dollars, my dollars. It's what they take from us at gunpoint, if necessary, to make sure that we pay our fair share. And for those of you that end up getting back more than you pay in and you feel like you're not being affected to buy this, think about how much more would be available for them to give to you if they weren't giving it away to people that shouldn't even be in the country in the first place. Just think about that for a second, guys. Whether you're a taxpayer or you're somebody that receives full benefits thanks to, to taxpayers, you're missing out on some of what could be yours. If it wasn't being given away to invaders into this country. Within the discretionary grant program, it just happens to be the ORR's Preferred Communities Program. Now, that's a program that accounted for over half of the discretionary grant spending for 2022. The program itself seeks to offer intensive case management to overcome barriers to extremely vulnerable individuals. Translation, we're going to spend a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of energy. We're going to put multiple employees on the clock to threaten, to bully, to coerce various individuals who might be trying to just slow down the flow, maybe trying to slow down how many illegal migrants are showing up at the local school because they don't have the resources in that particular county for the actual legitimate residents of the county. And when I say actual legitimate, I mean U.S. citizens, people that were born there, people that have lived in the communities for decades, if not longer, and, you know, have the right to be considered at the front of the line. Now, of course, I, I can hear it now. Tim, 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 why are you being so mean towards these migrants? Most of these people are just looking for a better life. Well, you know what? You can't expect a better life when you start off your effort right off the bat by performing an illegal task. When you illegally cross this border, when you illegally enter this nation, you start your very first action on the path of being part of this community, that whatever you end up at, as a criminal. So these extremely vulnerable individuals are people that maybe struggle speaking English. Maybe they can't speak English. Uh, maybe they're going to be struggling because, you know, reasons. Doesn't matter what they are. All it takes to be an extremely vulnerable individual is for one of these social workers to decide. Now, the Preferred Communities Program happens to allocate federal funds to the various participating NGOs that provide various services for refugees. The ORR says that such services should, <clears throat> quote, Increase clients' level of self-sufficiency in one or more of the following domains. Then it lists mental health, transportation, 
linkage to benefit systems. Yeah, they literally said that should help them be more self-sufficient. We're going to help you be self-sufficient by making sure that you're not being self-sufficient and we're taking care of you. Only the left can come up with this type of idea. They don't even recognize the juxtaposition there, and they'll say that I'm being mean, racist, or bigoted just for pointing out that that happens to be a juxtaposition. Also, immigration status. If you've illegally entered the country, your, e your immigration status is pretty clear and obvious. You are an illegal migrant. You're an illegal alien. And if you are legitimately here as a refugee... If you sought asylum, then that meant that you legally crossed through a legal port of entry and entered the system correctly. Not that you uh, tried to uh, uh, legally enter uh, Waco, Texas and uh, got caught once you're there. It's like, oh no, they caught us, uh, finally. Um, uh, uh, we're, we're seeking asylum. No, that's not how the, that's not even what the asylum laws are, and the left has been allowed to ignore the laws and, and just move towards their agendas and their policies way too freely, and it's just been allowed for way too long. This is the exact reason why there is an endless flow of people trying to cross our southern border right now. You've made it far too easy. You've encouraged the, the cartels to make money. Uh, they're sending fentanyl and who knows what else across with the way. Human trafficking is at all-time highs. And we have people from all other parts of the world that it doesn't even make sense how they're getting to Mexico in the first place. This is how this has happened. We're going to bring you in. We're going to spend $20 billion to help set you up to just mooch off of the taxpayers it's insane all right i gotta reset the hour or i'm gonna go nuts don't go anywhere we'll be back uh, after just a little break here she was from a blue state clan taught to praise the little man told that union saved the working class was raised a red state son to love the flag and own a gun warned about the greed within the mass they met beneath the moonlit sky a college party drunk and high and when they had degrees they said their vows he couldn't say when he couldn't say how he couldn't say why she was different in his eyes They built careers Hey y'all, this is Derek Johnson You can find me at DerekJohnsonCountry.com And you're listening to Tim Tap And Tapping Through the Truth She's hair pulled back in a camo cap With a catfish on the line She's an evening gown, night on the town, candlelight and wine. She's shy, she's bold, she's like a nice cold fireball whiskey shot. She's a big high five on the 50-yard line. She's a real cool kind of hot. With her long hair's blowing out a roll-down window, my old truck shines like a brand-new limo. I'm the guy with the big old smile. 
when you're bailing hay and that lemonade hits the spot. She's fun and free and lets me be me. She's a real cool kind of hot. Yeah, real cool kind of hot. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back as we dive headlong into hour number two of today's broadcast of Tapping to the Truth. Thank you so much for being here. I can tell you how much I appreciate it, but I can't possibly tell you enough because uh, I really, really do. Okay, now before we get started again back into our next story, I do have to ask you a serious question. And that, of course, being that when things go sideways, will you be prepared? Now, you notice I, I didn't say if things go sideways. I said when, and I mean it because, you know, if you're somebody that has a reasonable amount of life experience, then you know it's only a matter of time. Things are going to go sideways just about on a cycle. You know, you can almost predict about that things have been going really well for a while. Just about time for something to happen. Right now, we know that between Bidenomics and the world stage, uh, where it really feels like World War III could just pop off any second, uh, we know things not feeling real great right now. So the best thing that you can do is to be prepared. And the folks that are really, really good at helping you to be prepared are our friends over at Four Patriots. A lot of folks out there right now, you're concerned about having to go a long time without electricity or even food. And if that's the case, Four Patriots got you covered. If you need electricity, they've got the Patriot Power Generator 2000X that uses the endless free power of the sun to keep your lights going, keep your TV on, keep your medical equipment operational, even run your refrigerator if that's what you needed to do. Plus, it's expandable and it comes with a free solar panel, so you're pretty well set. Or maybe electricity is not your concern, but eating might be hey we all gotta eat right so pick up one of four patriots best-selling survival food kits these are delicious tasting and they're designed to last up to 25 years in storage they have kits that even have real meat in it they're fantastic and if the power is out and you didn't get one of those patriot power generator 2000 x's i was talking about no worries boil some water over an open fire simmer and serve you'll enjoy a hot meal and you'll stay safe in the crisis that's all you have to do so the best part uh, regardless of what it is you're looking for is the folks over at four patriots after we had a little conversation have set up a special page just for you guys listeners of this show if you're a tap into the truth listener all you have to do is go to fourpatriots.com backslash t-a-p-p and then you can see this week's discounts and deals. So maybe you've already started your path towards preparedness. Maybe you already have some of the preparedness products that you can use now and that can save your life later. But you're looking for some things to add to it. It's a great place to start looking at the discounts and deals. But you don't have to stay on that page. Once you land there, they'll know that I sent you. They'll be happy that you're there. They'll be happy that they're supporting this show because they know that you guys are coming from here and you can literally shop the rest of the page but you start 
where the best deals of the week are. And that's fantastic. Uh, not just for you, but what if you feel like you are reasonably prepared, but somebody that you know, that you care about, maybe even some family members that you might actually love, maybe they're not as prepared. And maybe while you like them a lot or even love them, you don't necessarily want them showing up at your door when things go sideways. You want them to be prepared, too. Now, maybe you don't mind them showing up at your door, but you want them to be ready. You know what I'm saying? So if that's the case, share with those folks the number four, patriots.com backslash T-A-P-P so that they can start off by looking at the special discounts uh, in the deals of the week, too. But you need to hurry. A lot of these deals, uh, they change frequently. Some of the items get sold out once they get put up on this page. You don't want to miss out on the opportunity. So save more and get peace of mind right now by going to, one more time, 4patriots.com backslash T-A-P-P. Okay, well, the international community has become a joke. You know, the world stage has been a mess since Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., uh, well, just summarily withdrew from Afghanistan. I mean, we know, you heard me say, I know I'm not the only one who said, but the world became a much more dangerous place from that moment because of how botched it was. There were, were ways that you could have withdrawn a U.S. presence from Afghanistan without just inviting the Taliban back in, without making it look like we had no clue that the only important thing uh, was to get the military out and that we were willing to leave behind millions of dollars of military tech, that we were willing to leave behind American citizens who happened to still be in Afghanistan, and that we were willing to leave behind uh, Afghans who had worked with us when we first arrived and kicked the Taliban out. Seems to me like an awful lot of wasted effort if all you were going to do was just let the Taliban back in. But despite all this, that's not even the height of the stupidity that we now see uh, thanks to organizations like the United Nations. We have a brand new level of low in case you haven't heard, Iran, you know, the leading state sponsor of terror, the folks that were sending weapons to the Houthi terrorists involving the story we started off the top, the reason that Navy Special Warfare Operator First Class Christopher Chambers and Navy Special Warfare Operator Second Class Nathan Ingram, the reason they're dead today while they are fallen American heroes, is because Iran was sending weapons to the Houthis. And we had to stop. That same Iran, who currently is still cracking down on their people because they brutally murdered a young girl because just a little bit of hair was showing out of her hijab. And then they've been cracking down on their people because protest arose as a result. Iran, who is a theocracy that believes in a philosophy within Islam 
that we generally in the counter-jihad movement refer to as Twelvers because they believe they have to clear uh, the field, if you will, to allow the Twelfth Imam to return so that they then can move forward with the worldwide caliphate. They have to destroy the little Satan in Israel and then the big Satan in the United States and then eventually everything will come. It's that very same Iran. Well, Iran's scheduled to lead, not, not just be part of, but to lead the United Nations Conference on Disarmament. Their Conference on Disarmament. Uh, it's disarming nuclear weapons. It's doing away with nuclear arms, okay? Now, this is supposed to go from March 18th to March 29th, and then it will pick up again through May 13th through the 24th. This was actually announced last week, and folks are just really starting to catch on to the absurdity of it. Now, every year, the UN Disarmament Conference is presided over by one of its 65 member countries. Each country serves as conference president for four working weeks. The presidency rotates among the members in alphabetical order. Other countries to serve as the conference presidents uh, this year are India, Indonesia, Iraq, Ireland, and Israel. The Conference on Disarmament at the UN body in charge of negotiating nuclear disarmament treaties and a slew of other weapons agreements. Concern over Iran's nuclear ambitions, of course, has grown in recent decades. I wonder why. Especially as the Iranian regime has grown more aggressive in the Middle East through a network of terror groups. Uh, we're not discussing something you guys aren't already aware of. The International Atomic Energy Agency happens to be a UN nuclear watchdog organization, by the way. They warned just last year that Tehran was likely stockpiled enough enriched uranium to make several nuclear warheads. The IAEA inspectors have for months attempted to gain access to Iran's stockpiles of nuclear material for inspection. But, surprise, surprise, Tehran says, no, uh-uh, we're not letting you in here. Quoting here, Though it may be drowned out due to all the other bad news out of the Middle East involving Iran, the regime is getting closer and closer to establishing itself as a threshold nuclear state. This from a senior fellow at the Foundation for Defense and Democracies. The Foundation of Defense of Democracies. Well, that seems like a lovely foundation, except democracy is really not a great form of government, guys. That's why we like our republics around here. Anyway, this same individual said when speaking to Fox News, quote, If anything, Iran seems to be capitalizing on all of the mayhem in the Middle East, mayhem which Washington has failed to curb or manage well. 
to press ahead in what appears to be a quest for the ultimate deterrent. Now, I like the fact that they did point out that not only is Iran getting ever closer to being a nuclear power, but Washington, under the Biden administration, and previously under the Obama administration, not only weren't doing a very good job of trying to deter it, almost kind of feels like they're trying to help move it forward. Now, of course, a lot of talk has been made, but we we need to point it out again. On October 7th, Hamas, a known terrorist group, but duly elected officials for the Gaza envelope, a terrorist group that's backed by Iran, invaded Israel from the Gaza Strip, leading to the death of roughly 1,200 Israelis and the capture of hundreds more in the deadliest day for Jews since the Holocaust. In recent weeks, Iran has stepped up direct attacks on its neighbors in Iraq, Syria, and Pakistan. And what's happening in D.C.? Well, we're, you know, we're losing Navy SEALs. We're going to pretend like they're lost for about a week and a half, and then we'll finally acknowledge that they died in an effort to try and stop Iran from sending advanced weapons to the Houthis. Uh, what are we doing about Hamas? Nothing. We're just worried about the Houthis because they're interfering with shipping in the Red Sea, which, you know, yeah, let's, let's wipe them out. No, we're just going to bomb empty buildings and warehouses because, you know, otherwise Iran might get too upset at what we're doing. So, you know, despite our failures, and when I say our, I mean the U.S. government, Despite the known failings of the current administration when it comes to dealing with Iran. In fact, it's not even failure. It's just a refusal to do it. In fact, I, I like a lot of the things they're doing. They're doing so well at it. We know what their goal is. The goal on the southern border is to have it open. So they're actually succeeding. It's not a failure. They're succeeding at what their goal happens to be. It's just not what they're supposed to be. The goal of the federal government is supposed to be have the borders uh, controlled so that whatever immigration and migration and uh, entrance and exit that's going on that we're aware of, the people that are coming in are vetted, that we have reasonable knowledge with allowing reasonable numbers of peoples to, to immigrate here, and that we don't allow any illegal migration. That we offer a reasonable amount of support for people that come here seeking asylum. But it has to be legitimate asylum claims. And it has to be handled in a legitimate fashion. The laws that are on the books that are being ignored uh, in lieu of following policy needs to be stopped. We looked at that. We're on the verge of impeaching Mayorkas. They claim that they have the votes to do it. They're moving forward with it. We'll see what happens. They claim that he's the architect. It still goes back to the people that are handling Biden. 
We see that and we think of it as being a failure. But that's the goal. That's the agenda. That is them trying to implement coward and pivot. They can't destroy the United States from outside of the country. The only way to do it is to force it to collapse in upon itself. We've seen this. And there's so much absurdity at play here. Things would be so much different if there was just a spine involved here. If you had a backbone, if you understood who you were dealing with and how you have to deal with them to make it happen. But now, now we look at the United Nations. And they say, oh yeah, by the way, Iran is going to lead the conference on nuclear disarmament. Iran. The world's largest state sponsor of terrorism, a nation that has been desperately trying to acquire a nuclear weapon, a nation that, if there's not regime change before they do it, will use that nuclear weapon. And their first target will be Israel. But guess what? That's not going to be their last target. It's not going to be their only target. Western nations will be next with their ultimate goal to wipe out the United States of America. So even if you happen to be a lefty and you're running around and, oh, uh, uh, from the river to the sea, got a bull crap, uh, the bovine excrement, the caca del toro, whatever you're out there screaming, you might think you're on their side. They are not on yours, and they would nuke you just as quickly as they would nuke me. In fact, probably even faster because you, as a leftist, as a so-called progressive, you have no moral compass. How dare you? How dare you, Tim? I am driven by my morality of allowing people to live their lives and to be their most authentic self. That's not morality. Look at... Live and let live is a fine motto, but that's not morality. Morality is an understanding that human life begins at conception. If you don't understand that, that's, you're missing morality. Morality is in knowing that if you are engaged in illicit behavior, that you're immoral. If you happen to be showing up to be a district attorney and you hire your what's what's a good word here uh you hire a guy because so, you're a chick and you hire this guy but not because he's got a lot of experience in doing the type of investigation and the type of criminal uh, prosecution, the prosecution, the prosecution. Uh, maybe he doesn't have that much experience of that, but you hire him because you think he's sexy and because you're getting to have an affair. And then you allow him to use money that you're sending to him because you hired him to then buy you plane tickets to go travel. But if you don't understand that that's immoral and brings into question your ability to work as a member of our justice society you're part of our justice apparatus, maybe you shouldn't be if you're not capable of keeping your own house straight, 
And again, not saying you have to be perfect, not saying there's not plenty of people out there that don't make mistakes, just saying that if you don't recognize that as immorality, then you're not moral enough to understand that you're going to be first on their list. Worrying about somebody's authentic, true self is an afterthought at the very end. And if their authentic, true self is about engaging in immoral activities, then you're encouraging them to internal damnation. And that is also not a moral act. But hey, you do you, boo. You're the one who's going to have to answer for it. I'm going to have to answer for me. I got plenty on my slate that I'm going to have answerable. So I'm not throwing stones. I'm simply pointing out that you need to spend some time in front of a mirror and really take a look before you start throwing those stones before you start attacking people with a different viewpoint. And you need to understand that the people with a different viewpoint in Iran want to use those weapons and they'll target folks from the left first because it's folks on the left that tend to violate their precepts of morality the most. I know, roundabout way to get to a very simple point, and I apologize. But felt like I needed to say it. I felt like somebody out there right now needed to hear it. So with all that in mind, we are looking at the absurdity of the UN saying, well, Iran, you know what? You know an awful lot about trying to become a nuclearly armed nation. Maybe you should take a turn here. At some point, maybe the UN should figure out that some of the countries that are members really don't have any business participating as leaders in some of their conferences. I mean, they've already taken a turn with their human rights. Uh, I'm sorry, what business? They should only be used as experts in how to violate human rights. Same thing could be said about our friends over in China. Uh, some of our friends and various other nations that are actually supposed to be allies, uh, you know who I'm talking about and what I'm thinking about. But for the love of Pete, it's not that we needed any more evidence that the UN was a joke, but uh, yeah, here you go anyway. The UN is a joke. Why is the UN a joke? <laughs> because Iran. Leading the conference on the nuclear deal. <laughs> you can't make it up. I mean, if you could make it up, then you'd be one of the one of the good ones, I guess. Anyway, look, that's ridiculous stuff, right? Doesn't qualify as good news. Just news. I got some good news for you, though. If you have not yet got yourself a vanish holster. They have extended their holiday promotion. Of course, that's the one where if you buy one of their ultra-comfortable holsters at that discount rate you get by going to www.vnsh.com backslash T-A-P-P. And then you can get a second for half off that discounted low price. I mean, that's a pretty good deal. It's a perfect deal, actually, if you want to own a vanish holster and then maybe want to give one to a family member or a friend that you know that needs one. Or, you know what, again, I keep pointing it out, it's perfectly okay if you just want to have two of them. I mean, 
Why not, right? And I promise, I promise you that you're going to love the Vanish holster more than any other holster you own because you can use it to carry almost any gun that you own in absolute comfort. It's so comfortable, in fact, you'll forget that you're even wearing it. Big part of why they call it the Vanish holster in the first place. This revolutionary holster, it fits 99% of all semi-automatic handguns. It works without a tactical belt. It lets you carry in multiple positions, and it lets you conceal two fully loaded magazines, uh, you know, in case you need to do a quick reload. Hopefully you're never in that situation where you have to, but it's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. And, you know, all those things are great. Those are things that lead to it being the most comfortable holster ever. And those are things that lead to it being a major means of saving you money in comparison to having to have a different holster for a different gun and having to have a tactical belt in order to carry. And, and then, of course, the multiple positions, you know, a lot of tactical belts and holsters will only let you carry in like one or two places. And that can be pretty uncomfortable. But all of that... While it's absolutely wonderful, it's fantastic, in fact, it's still not even the best part. Because the best part is that it comes with a money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it as much as I'm betting that you will, if you don't love it as much as I think that you will, you can get all your money back with their hassle-free return policy. You just can't beat that. And again, I know I don't have to, but I'm going to remind you anyway, just in case... A brand new listener is hearing this for the first time. You know what it's like out there, guys. You can feel it. Even if you don't haven't recognized it yet, you can feel it. You know that criminals are more emboldened than ever thanks to George Soros-funded district attorneys across the country. You know that the threat of terrorism on American soil is looming larger than it has in decades thanks to the open border policies of this administration on both the southern and the northern borders. Please, please, do not make the mistake of not being armed just because your holster's uncomfortable. I've been in that situation where I stopped carrying because I wasn't as comfortable. Don't be like me in that instance. Just go to www.vnsh.com backslash T-A-P-P right now so that you can have a holster that makes it a pleasure to carry all day, every day. That's www.vnsh.com backslash T-A-P-P. You're listening to Tap Into The Truth. Is the United States fully operational as a sovereign, independent republic? Hello, I'm Ron Edwards. On today's page from the Edwards Notebook, brought to you by Constitutional Grounds, the coffee you want in your cup. 
Recently, a group of illegal border crossers from Venezuela felt bold enough to plant a Venezuelan flag on a small U.S. island in the Rio Grande River and then proceeded to march straight into the Eagle Pass area of Texas. The flag planting by the group of mostly Venezuelan illegals could have been driven by the recent declaration of the Joe Biden regime of massive amnesty for foreign nationals from Venezuela. Uncle Joe decided to allow hundreds of thousands of Venezuelans already in our country to live and work here at U.S. taxpayer expense, of course, for 18 months. The decision followed intense advocacy by top New York Democrats, including Governor Kathy Hochul and Mayor Eric Adams, who recently begged for $12 billion to help pay for the cost of illegals rapidly turning Manhattan into a dreaded island of doom. I don't know about you, my fellow Americans, but it seems as if the government has officially turned into a giant version of Nero, who fiddled while Rome burned at the hands of barbarians. May God please save us. I'm Ron Edwards. Join me live weekdays, 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 Pacific. To find out where, go to theronedwards.com. Introducing Einstock. Drink. Conquer. Repeat. Skull. Einstock Beer is a globally distributed, award-winning Icelandic craft beer. Einstock is created from the Icelandic water that flows from glaciers through lava fields and delivers some of the purest water on Earth. Knowing that beer is 95% water, we source the first and most vital ingredient from the local springs of a mountain that stands guard over the town of Akuari, just 60 miles south of the Arctic Circle. Einstock beer is crafted with locally sourced ingredients, and the brewery runs from 100% renewable energy sources, geothermal, and hydropower. Einstock has become the number one craft beer and also the number one alcohol export from Iceland. Here in the United States, you can find Einstock beer on the shelves at retail chains like ABC Fine Wine and Spirits, Bemmo, Cost Plus World Market, HEB in Texas, Kroger, Publix, Target, Total Wine, Trader Joe's, and Whole Foods, just to name a few. So won't you raise a glass and drink, conquer, repeat, skull. Constitutional Grounds, the hot air roasted coffee that produces a smoother, richer, healthier, and less acetic coffee. Our unique hot air roasted coffee has a most delicious taste that everyone is raving about. Because you want the best, Constitutional Grounds is the coffee you want in your cup. Simply go to BlueRidgeCoffeeCrafters.com and click on to the Constitutional Grounds coffee display to make your purchase and to be sure to use the RE10 promo code and you will receive a 10% discount. Remember... Constitutional Grounds, the coffee you want in your cup. When I invented my pillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition my pillow. 
The Giza Elegance My Pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe cusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code TAPP or call 1-800-659-9936. That's MyPillow.com with promo code TAPP. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow, Hi, this is Matt Fitzgibbons at PatriotMusic.com. If you share my passion for the simple but timeless principles that made our republic great and you like rock music, check out my five albums and videos on American history at PatriotMusic.com. You say gun control is using both hands. I've got to be free the way God made men. And I won't be ruled by the damn U.N. Hey, Jared, what's up? Well, my company gave me this Pride T-shirt. They say I got to wear it to celebrate the LGBTQ. That's not really my thing, and, well, I sure as hell don't want to promote it. Yeah, I can understand that. What are you going to do? I don't know. I'm just tired of all this woke bullshit. I mean, I've worked 20 years for this company. Well, they've been great until they started all this crap. I just want a job where I'm not forced to support all this nonsense. Yeah, I hear you. I'm Andrew Krabschett, CEO of RedBalloon.Work, America's woke-free job board. We connect good employees with great companies without all that woke bullshit. So if you're an employee who's tired of all the nonsense, then put your resume on Red Balloon. And if you're an employer looking for hardworking, reliable job seekers, then post your open jobs at RedBalloon.Work. I'm Andrew Krabschett. Wait, no, it's okay, guys. That's just my last name. I'm Andrew Krabschett from RedBalloon.Work. Check us out today. This is Sim Tap, the ever so humble and mostly peaceful host of Tap into the Truth. My people of this country and we're under attack. They ban us, they cancel us for speaking the facts. If you man enough, come stand with us, take USA back. And every time we pull up, all you're gonna see is American flags. American flags. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got American flags flying high. Salute those bad boys, ladies and gentlemen. This is the United States of America. We bleed red, white, and blue. Although, actually, if you're bleeding anything other than red, you probably should go see a doctor. But that's another story. We are Americans. First and foremost, we love it. Now, speaking of Americans, uh, the one thing that you want to make sure that you are doing, that you're taking care of, is that you're being self-sufficient. And it's not a coincidence that every major sponsor of this show is all about self-sufficiency. You got the folks over at Four Patriots trying to make sure you have the preparedness items you need. You got the folks at Vanish Holster trying to make sure that you are ready to protect yourself your family your friends if it becomes necessary and then we've got our friends over at harvard gold group that wants to make sure that you protect your hard-earned wealth everything that you've worked for your entire life you need to be able to 
to have something to show for it when you're done, and you need to make sure that its value continues to be valuable. And one of the ways that you can do that is to diversify through the use of physical gold and silver. It really can help protect your wealth, and uh, it's a great hedge against inflation, which, as you know right now, oh, Tim, inflation's lower than it has been in a while. It's still inflating. And I'm sorry, but 3% on top of the already 9% that you had before means it's still going in the wrong direction. I don't know why this is a hard concept for people to get, but that's where physical gold and silver can be a great hedge. And that's why I would highly recommend you give a call to my friends, the gold company that I use, the folks that I trust, the premier conservative gold company, Harvard Gold Group. Look, you don't have to take my word for it, okay? You can check with the Better Business Bureau. They've approved them with five-star ratings across the board. Look, Harvard Gold Group, they make it easy to buy. They make it easy to sell. They've got a low-price guarantee, and they offer up to $15,000 in free promotional gold and silver with a qualifying purchase. It's worth making the phone call just to find out what that qualifying purchase is, because that's a lot of gold, boys and girls. It's a lot of gold. Now, all you got to do is call for their free investor's guide. They're going to go over it with you. They're going to find out. They're going to tell you, and they're going to tell you straight. Maybe you're not to the point where physical gold and silver even makes sense for you to invest in yet. Maybe you're not at that stage of your investment planning. They will tell you, and they will point you in the right direction. That's part of why I love these guys. They're not just trying to sell, sell, sell you on their product. They want you to be in the best possible position. But they'll tell you how to go about it when you are ready. So whether you want to protect your retirement accounts or you just want to have gold in hand, call Harvard Gold Group. Call them right now if you want. Uh, the number is 844-977-GOLD. That's 844-977-4653. Or you can just give them a quick visit online at harvardgoldgroup.com. Just make sure that if you're online that you use promo code TAP. That's T-A-P-P. That way they'll know I sent you and it will qualify you for an additional $250 in free gold or silver with a qualifying purchase. And that's on top of any other promotions that you're qualifying for. If you make the phone call, they're going to ask you how you heard about them. And if they don't, by the way, make sure you let them know how you heard about them. Mention me. Mention Tap into the Truth. Mention Tim Tap. Mention uh, just T-A-P-P if that's what you got to do. If you remember the promo code, usually it's pretty easy. But do that. And again, that qualifies you for that 250 It does require... A qualifying purchase, of course. They're not just giving away gold and silver for nothing, but it is worth it. And if you're going to make those investments, it's great to have the extra. So one more time, make the call at 844-977-GOLD. That's 844-977-5653. Or visit harvardgoldgroup.com. Uh, either way, you're in good shape. All right, so uh, here we go. Some more world shenanigans you know we didn't talk too much about the economic forum meeting and, and part of that's because you were getting plenty of coverage everywhere and i didn't have too much to add to that coverage but 
I'm going to talk about the World Health Organization next because I have to. In case you missed it, the HWO, a.k.a. the World Health Organization, <clears throat> they've established an expert advisory group on transgender health. In fact, we were talking not too long ago about one of the people that they were naming to it. Well, that's kind of what we're doing here again. <clears throat> you see this expert advisory group on transgender health? They're seeking guidance from a transgender former prostitute who called the line of work empowering and an academic attempting to popularize gender effing as a critical legal theory. Now, I want you to think about it. Now, I'm not going to go into what gender effing goes into as far as being a legal theory, but it's really trying to push it. This is the former prostitute, transgender prostitute, who thought it was empowering to do the work. Now, the HWO Guidelines Development Group on the Health of Trans and Gender Diverse People, yes, it's the same group we were talking about uh, before, it was established in order to facilitate the creation of guidelines aimed at increasing access and utilization of quality and respectful health services by trans and gender diverse people. Not for, but by. And, and I mean, be why, as in these services are coming from. Not by, as in, uh, I'm part of the LGBTQI community. Uh, not that kind of by. <laughs> let, me, let me say it again. It, it's a mouthful, and it can be confusing. And if I'm going over it too quickly, which I'm rarely accused of, my East Tennessee tongue normally requires me to talk a little slow. Sometimes I'll even get in that country swing every now. But let me go over it again. The whole idea of this group was to establish and to facilitate the creation of guidelines. And the guidelines are aimed at increasing access and utilization of quality and respectful health services by trans and gender diverse people. And establishing, back to quoting again, health policies that support gender-inclusive care and legal recognition of self-determined gender identity, as in, basically, doesn't matter what plumbing you got, if you're going to say, I'm a girl, then we're going to legally recognize that you're a girl, no matter what you might actually happen to be. I'm a girl. Uh, you look like a dude. I'm not. You look like a dude. Never mind all the facial hair, the huge muscles, uh, the high center of gravity, and uh, the dangly bits hanging on to the outside that, that you often refer to as genitalia. Uh, ignore all that. I'm a girl. Okay. Anyway, the, the point here, among these experts that have been named by the HWO, uh, newest member, Erica Castellanos. 
Castellanos. I may be butchering that last name. If so, then I apologize for that, but only for that. Anyway, Erica, who the World Health Organization says is, quote, a trans woman living with HIV from Belize, who resides in the Netherlands. Why, why did you go to the Netherlands, by the way? I've already given HIV to everyone in Belize. Now I must start spreading it into Western Europe. Erica is a former prostitute, which is how Erica got HIV in the first place, I would presume. Erica happens to be a member of the International AIDS Society, where he focuses on, quote, youth engagement in HIV activism. I bet he focuses on youth engagement. Not sure that it's about HIV activism, but I'm sure he's focused. Anyway, the International AIDS Society also, well, the group the HWO has put together uh, also includes Florence Ashley. Uh, that's who we were talking about uh, last week, an assistant professor at the University of Alberta and former clerk at the Supreme Court of Canada, who the World Health Organization describes as a trans-feminine jurist and bioethicist who works, <clears throat> whose work focuses on trans issues in the legal and healthcare systems. His most recent work is on how to use gender effing, and, and they're actually using the words, uh, I'm just trying to keep it clean for the rebroadcast on WCET, gender effing as a strategy to resist gender governance. Uh, basically, if you're trying to pass laws in your state that says only biological boys can participate in sports with other biological boys, uh, no participation with the opposite biological sex, that kind of thing. Well, they seem to think that that kind of governance is wrong. So gender effing is an effort they're trying to promote as a new legal strategy. Uh, of course, they're from Canada, so the laws are different. Not sure how that would work here in the States, but if it's radical something theory, it's going to be popular. They're going to bring it here. They're going to import it, and there's going to be some lawyers that are going to hang their hat on it, and there's going to be some judges that are going to just go hog wild in the activist stage and say, yes, yes, this is great. This is phenomenal. We're going to start ruling on this. It doesn't matter what the law says. It doesn't matter what the Constitution says. It doesn't even matter what case law says. Precedent no longer matters. This new theory is the new precedent. We know it'll happen. The HWO's decision to staff the board with radical transgender activists caused into question the organization's ability to objectively assess the medical consequences of interventions that attempt to modify an individual's body. Uh, 
When you try to hourly modify the appearance of one's biological sex, it often leads to long-term health care issues that can't be undone once it's taken to a certain point. Whether you're talking about the chemical castrations or the surgical mutilations, those are things that cannot be undone. Even though they've lied for years about how hormone therapies are reversible, they're not. Once you've done the damage during the developmental years, the damage is done, period, and it leads to a plethora of other health-related issues. The experts are clearly, and we're, I'm using quotes around experts, I probably said it too quickly to emphasize it, the experts, they're clearly outside of the mainstream community. <coughs> they have no health expertise whatsoever. Uh, hello, I'm a former prostitute. That makes me an expert on health? How? Surviving migration? Surviving sex work and homelessness? All while having HIV? Being HIV positive and being transgendered? That makes you a health expert? How exactly? No. No. No, it's it's just another example of how ridiculous this has all become. And I do have one more example of how ridiculous it's become. This one's actually here in the States. I, I, I gotta try to fit it in because it's just more par for the behavior. There's only a little bit of time left. Probably don't have enough time to do it justice, but I'm going to dive in anyway. There are certain movies that are out there, uh, certain movies that are classics. They're gems, right? They're, they're legendary Hollywood movies. We're talking about movies like The Wizard of Oz and It's a Wonderful Life. These movies, uh, love them or hate them, like them or not, they are unique. They are masterpieces of cinema. And the reason I use those two particular movies as examples is because they're both getting what director and writer Kenya Barris is calling a diverse reboot. Yes, that's right. We're bringing woke to classic Hollywood movies for a reboot. So speaking to Variety at the Sundance Film Festival, Barris confirmed that he's actually working on a script for both films and giving the Judy Garland 1939 movie, that's Wizard of Oz, a new look with a story told from a different point of view. Obviously, they haven't been learning the same lesson that Disney is slowly learning. Uh, quoting here from the uh, interview from Barris, The original Wizard of Oz took place during the Great Depression. And it was about self-reliance and what people were going through. Uh, yeah, that was the point and should remain the point, really. But he added, I think this is the perfect time to switch the characters and talk about what someone imagines their life could be. It's ultimately a hero's journey. Someone thinks something better than where they're at. And they go and realize that where they're at is where they should be. 
I want people to be proud and happy about where they're from. But I want the world to take a look at it, and I hope that will come through. So, the guy who just so happens to be the creator of Blackish, if you've ever watched the show, he also talked about his remake of the 1946 Frank uh, Capra classic starring Jimmy Stewart, talking about It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, only in this case, it's going to be a person of color instead of a Jimmy Stewart like character. I feel like Christmas movies are amazing, and I think the idea of taking something that has that long of a history and a tale behind it and putting an amazing piece of talent to tell that story. Look, I get it. First of all, Barris is a talented guy. He is. He's a great writer. He does good work as a director as well. He's expressed himself well. And I could see wanting to take on the challenge of something along the lines of a reboot of The Wizard of Oz or a reboot of It's a Wonderful Life or a reboot of any other great classical masterpiece. But the thing is, when it comes right down to it, if all you're going to do is infuse wokeness, I mean, Varys was saying that his version of Dorothy is going to be a girl who lives in Inglewood. And someone comes up and she ends up in Underhood. Which, you know, is right outside of Oz. And <laughs> takes place from there. What? How about this, guys? When you're talented as that, you're capable of coming up with your own storylines. You don't have to do a reboot to get where you're going. I, I'm actually the kind of guy who likes telling adjacent stories. You know, I in fact, that's something that I like to do. When I was in the habit of writing short stories, which it's been a while since I've been that, but when I was in the habit of doing that, I enjoyed writing uh, adjacent stories, taking something that was commonly known, well-known. Uh, nowadays, it might very well, a lot of it probably would have fallen into the category of fan fiction, only it wasn't exactly fan fiction. It was kind of like I would just tell a story that exists within a pre-created storyteller's universe. Um, I wouldn't take uh, the characters that were there, like, let's say, for example, and again, I, now that I've said the word fan fiction, I'm thinking Buffy the Vampire Slayer for some reason, but let's say that I was going to write a story uh, that existed within the, the Buffyverse, or the Whedonverse, as it's often referred to, uh, since Joss Whedon created Buffy and Angel and you know, some other great pieces out there, but the others aren't directly related to the Buffyverse, but I I might have a cameo of Anya, or a cameo of uh, Xander, you know, it's, it's characters that played major roles during the course of the show, but for the most part were side characters. For the most part, and they would only be there to establish the fact that this story took place within that shared universe. The rest of the story would be original. I, I like telling stories like that. My question comes back to not just to, to Virus, but also to the entirety of Hollywood. Please 
stop trying to inject wokeness into classics. Just go tell your own stories. Start telling some original stories. Put as much woke as you want to in it and let it stand on its own. Stop trying to stand on the name of an already established process to force wokeism down our throats. It's not appropriate. It's not good storytelling. And if you have a great story to tell, then go tell it. You don't need to borrow the name of this pre-existing property to do it, to, to get attention, to bring it to you. Disney's learning the hard way that you can't just call a movie Snow White if it's not going to have any of the elements of Snow White in it. You just can't do it. Or at least you shouldn't do it because the fans aren't going to tolerate it. Do not go ruin The Wizard of Oz. Do not go ruin It's a Wonderful Life. Do not go ruin any more classic properties. Just go tell your stories and do it in an original fashion. And when you're as talented as this guy is, you can stand on that merit. You just may not be able to force as much woke into it as you might like. And if that's really the only goal, then your agenda's off anyway. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to be it for today. Thank you so much for listening. As always, I appreciate it. And remember, don't take my word for it. Definitely don't take their word for it. Be prepared to put in some effort. And most importantly, use your brain if you really want to tap to the truth. You're listening to Tap into the Truth. Hey, Joe. They say building back better make America great. If that's a wave of the future, all I've got to say, stick your progress where the sun don't shine. Keep your big mess away from me and mine. If you leave us alone, well, we'd all be just Things that you never forgot You teach lessons to your daughters and sons 